Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Our music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. John McLaughlin. His new album is called Angst and Grace. I hope you have a copy of it. As you know, this month, we have been talking about the next generation and really doing the best I could to call some of my friends who I consider just to be total experts in the area of the next generation. So Amy Bird, Drew Hill, and JP Pecluda have so far been the ones that we have had talking about the next generation, millennials, high school students, what it looks like to have them in your life, to love them well, and to understand where they are coming from. But honestly, if we want to get the experts on teenagers, we need to have some teenagers. So I called a couple of my favorite gals here in Nashville, Camden, who is 13, Raleigh, who is 15, and Katie Marie, or KK, who is 19. And we all sat down together in my office at the same time. It was it was incredibly fun. You're going to hear it. But, And one of my favorite things about this conversation is the girls were really honest. They honored their parents. They honored their friends, but they also told the truth. And so just know that I asked some hard questions and they handled it. They handled it really, really beautifully. And they just did an awesome job of telling the truth. And so I'm just so grateful for them. I think you'll be really encouraged by this conversation. So here is the real experts about the next generation through my favorite girls, Camden, Raleigh, and Katie Marie. I mean, yeah, probably you when should they, sit out your When gum. they eat stuff, I think it's kind of weird. I know. Yeah, they're like, the whole chicken wing is like. Oh, it's so There's gross. that one girl who always whispers, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I like those. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> I really do. And you I have like to the, come closer. You have to come closer. I like the soap ones. I haven't seen the soap <gasps> one. Yes. Oh, so when they cut soap, the oh, that is so good. Okay. What? <laughs> Seriously, I deleted Instagram. Are we recording right yes, now? Let's go. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. I deleted Instagram off my phone at, because I just also Snapchat and Twitter. I was just. You just need a break. Yes. I did it on Sunday before I came back because I was like, okay, I'm starting college over and I'm not. I don't want to look at what everyone else is doing anymore because even over break, I was like, well, those people are having so much fun over break. Why am I at work? Or like, why am I sitting in my bed? But mm-hmm. then I was like, I want to be sitting in my bed. Right. So right. why am I mad? Um, I don't know. <laughs> so I deleted it. And no kidding. The only thing that I've been upset about is that I've sat down on my bed to watch soap cutting videos. and have <laughs> Like I literally been like, oh, good. And then I just I can't. But I have them all saved on my Instagram. <laughs> But I, I love can't watch that. Them. Yeah, I watch the slime ones. There's oh, like I don't like slime, those. But you don't. I need it to be like neat. Yeah, me and too. The slime when it gets on their hands. Wait, Ooh. what do these things make you feel that are making you want to watch them? It's satisfying. Satisfying. Go, Cam. Satisfying. Your sister pointed at you like you know. She watches satisfying. the eating ones. I like, do watch the eating ones all the time. <laughs> I do. It's just it makes well, me uncomfortable. Some of them make me feel uncomfortable, but <laughs> she's like she sends me one. It's like. 10 o'clock at night, Camden, why are you watching this? No, because it's funny. I want her to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have not seen the soap ones. Now I'm interested. I'm going to have to go. It's so satisfying. (laughs) It's just nice to watch them shave soap. Yes. There's shaving. There's cutting. There's ones where they slice it into little cubes and then cut it. I like all of them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you guys. crushing. When they crush the little soaps. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's it. Okay, to be fair, that is really interesting. It's okay. like so they're like uh, shaving soap and it's coming out in little like cubes because they've pre-cut it. Uh-huh. Right. 
So it's like when you're getting an avocado out. Yes. It's except it's so like related to that. Similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, this podcast has already started out yeah. exactly as I would have hoped, you guys. I'm having a great time. Will you each say your name and your age and what grade mm-hmm. you're in school? Mm-hmm. But just do first names because I don't want it to get weird for you. Okay. okay. I'm Camden and I'm in eighth grade and I am 13. I'm Raleigh and I'm in ninth grade and I'm 15. And I'm Katie Marie and I'm a freshman in college and I'm 19. Yes, you're a freshman at Belmont. Yes, you I'm moved Belmont. here from right it. We're here. four Georgia girls who Woo! now live in Nashville. <laughs> so much fun! I know. Okay, tell me. So this whole series of podcasts we're doing. Do you like how close we are? Katie yeah. Marie and I are on the same <laughs> microphone, so we're like very close <laughs> yeah. to each other. The whole series we're doing right now is all about teenagers. So I've been asking all these other adults about teenagers, but I thought it was probably time just to ask you about you. <laughs> so tell me what I and other adults don't know about being a teenager today. Um, I think for being a teenager, like for me, it's like figuring out who you are because during it's such a long span of like you're meeting new people and like you're getting in new surroundings. You're changing from middle school to high school. It's like definitely a big change. Was that a big change for you? Oh my gosh, yes. Especially really? for going to a new school. Oh, that right, right, was right. definitely a big change. And I, for me, it's figuring out who I am and like what I want to do and everything. So I think that's, yeah. Katie Marie, you switch schools for sure. Yeah, yeah. The good news is you get to do that again. And then this time you don't go home to your mom's macaroni and cheese. Anyways, right. So <laughs> it's a little bit, you know, rough. But, right. Yeah. So what do we not know about going to college? Um, I think a lot of people really, really romanticize it. Like it's super fun and I'm moving away and I'm super excited, but it like might be really bad for um, a minute. Yeah. Like, or um, a semester. Or, yes. Or a semester. And, or a year. It might just be. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it will get better. And it's definitely, definitely middle school to high school was hard. And then high school to college was just the same thing without my mom. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. or sisters or dad. But right. it's, yeah, it's a lot. What about you, Cam? Um, I feel like the transition, like, from Atlanta to Nashville was hard. Just like finding my people and just like being able to like fit in almost because in eighth grade, you know, all the groups are formed and it was just really hard because, you know, I had to find my people, I had to find the people that I wanted to spend my time with and stuff. But I mean, I feel like I have, like, I feel like I've fit in and stuff like that. Yeah. The two of you who moved here from Atlanta at the same time, actually y'all kind of moved here very close to the same time, but does it still feel terrible? At sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard, like, going home and seeing what everyone's – how everyone's doing. And right. yeah, it's yeah. just, like, you have to push pause and then, it, like, plays and then you go back, like, home to Nashville. And then it's, like, okay, I'm not – you see, like, the Snapchat stories and the Instagram. You're, like, okay, I'm not in that. And then it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a, two different worlds. Yeah. Because, I mean, text is one thing, but, like, seeing the in people – Yeah, too. and, like, seeing our families and stuff, it's – that's definitely the hard part. But, like, friends and everything, I feel like we're both doing so good with, like, meeting new people yeah. and everything. And, like, I'm so blessed with how many of the – how many new people I've met here. And, like, that I'm so happy about, but it's definitely still is tough. Like, I mean, we were kind of just talking about that, Katie Marie, about what it was like to go home at Christmas. Yeah, it was definitely weird mm-hmm. because you're – like for me, I did. I pushed pause and I was like, oh, I'm a senior in high school mm-hmm. again. Like yeah. these are these are the people that I spent mm-hmm. my time with this summer and I'm with them again and I'm going to work every day just like I did and everything's the same. But yet it's it's not because we all yeah. met so many new people and 
do I explain to them the new people or do I just pretend that didn't happen? Yeah, they all yeah. feel that with your Atlanta friends mm -hmm. of explaining yeah. Nashville to them. Because they don't Definitely. know them. Right. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like, too, it's really cool to have like all kinds of different people that you're friends with, like to like a ton of people that you're friends with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of new relationships. But yeah. And then trying to explain to Atlanta people who Nashville people are. And Nashville right. People. And you know, this is going to sound really dumb because I moved here too, but there is like a part of me that forgot. I think it's easy for adults to think that won't be as hard on kids. Kids, not meaning you're young, but meaning you're the children of adults. Mm -hmm. It would have been hard for me to process all that y'all were feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like your parents asked you a lot of questions. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Your eyes are yeah. so big, Cam. Your yes. parents like <laughs> checked in so much on your mm -hmm. move. Yeah. Right. Which was good. I mean, they were really like getting involved and making sure that oh, have you found the friends that you want, you know, and all. What social media platform do y'all love that I'm not on? You're not on Snapchat, right? I'm not on Snapchat. I love Snapchat. I like okay. Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my, the one. It's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's your favorite. Why is it your favorite? Because you get to send pictures. I, it's, like, different than Instagram. Way different. Because, like, you're sending pictures and, like, you're seeing, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How to, it's just, like, a different. You're, like, seeing what to. other people are, like, doing. At the, in the like, moment. In the yes. moment. It's yes. in like, real life. Yeah, in right. real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yes. even your Insta story can be taken off your camera roll. But on Snapchat, exactly. if you take that off your camera roll, it says, from camera roll. Yes. Oh, it so busts yes. you in front oh. of everybody. Yeah, like if you screenshot, then it says screenshot. If you, you know, yeah, so, every, it's so I like, know you weren't doing it just then. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, my Insta story, that better be still really cute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm still editing my Insta yes. story the same way I do regular posts. But Snapchat, that's it. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. So y'all like Snapchat just because it's more honest. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. Snapchat just makes you jump on and tell the truth right away. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it is the funniest stuff sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's when you, because someone's act, they're just recording and something funny happens. Or yeah. like, I mean, it's hilarious yeah, it's, sometimes. It's, it's, and like when someone gets a really good video, oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then you have like all these memories where you save it to your memories and then you can just like look yeah, through Yeah, Instagram doesn't memories. have the, well, they have like the story. But, so like, like I will like pull my phone out and record something. That's another thing I missed with deleting. That's one other thing. I'll just record things. And even if I don't put it anywhere, I'll save it. And I can just go back and look at it. It's hilarious, which I guess is the same concept as a camera roll. Right. But I didn't do that before. Yeah. Right. right. I yeah. just do it with Snapchat. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. Y'all do the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The memory thing. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like two different camera rolls. Yeah. One's like for my pictures and stuff, but like then my Snapchat is like funny videos. Yeah. Funny videos, and... times with friends. It's just like memories. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. do y'all interact with adults on Snapchat? My mom, no. my mom is my so mom I wish the world could see y'all's faces. All three of your faces are like, like I had just put the smelliest <laughs> thing in front of you. Like, uh, no. When okay. I have, it's been weird. Right. Yeah. So it would be weird if I was there. Except no, it's me. No, no, we're I mean, yeah, 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 right. We're like, friends. I would really, wait, you were one time. I, I used to be a oh, little bit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Watch your, I yeah. definitely watched those religiously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to I like some, remember but I don't. One with <laughs> your, but you did the same thing. Like when your nail polish was all over the ground and you were picking colors, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, yeah. You. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, but for most people, for in general, y'all don't have, like your teachers aren't on Snapchat like they're on Insta Story. No. Or no, Instagram. No, 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 no. I feel like Snapchat's for just the like younger generation. Yeah. 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 Teens and. Oh my God. Okay, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> it's not going to ruin anybody's anything for your chairs <laughs> to hit each other. Um, okay, and then I also heard that there's a thing where you can like put your, put a calculator on your phone and it like locks your phone and hides everything from your parents. It's like, okay, my, I'm not going to. 
expose anyone, but um, <laughs> someone some, you know. Yeah, yes, um, they. It's like an app, and you set a password, and then it looks. It's called the calculator app, and you set a password, and then you can like hide videos and photos in there. But it just looks like a regular calculator app. So like the mm. parents aren't even gonna think anything of it. It's just gonna be like. But it's not like all your friends have that. It's no, like you know a guy. It, yeah. It. Yeah. 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 yeah you know yeah, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not like everybody's nope. like. Every parent doesn't need to panic that their no. kid has a secret calculator. It's for the shallow people. Yeah. Oh. But once yeah, I saw sorry. it once, I was like, okay, so who else has that? Because uh, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you tell I me more about it. it's for the shallow people. Just the people That's who... That's not offensive. I the, just am interested that you well, picked that word. I think it's the the hiders because they like... Yeah. They're, it's like a double life. Yeah, they're hiding. It's like they're hiding the things. They don't want their parents to see. Like, why not just keep it to the open if it's not bad? They're hiding it from someone. So that's why I think the shallow people because... They're not making the best decisions with what they're putting on the calculator app. Do you think it's harder to be a teenager now than it was when me and your parents were teenagers? Yes. Because yes. there's more like social media. And really? Like, you think that's it? I know. It's yeah. funny how you can hear every time someone touches the table. It's fine. Tell me why, Cam. Um, I guess because there's a lot of like, not like fake, but there's like editing apps, you know, and you're like mm -hmm. posting and just like not. Your true self. Right. Like, like not your true self because, you know, Y'all didn't have like a lot of that stuff that uh, was popular. Any of that stuff. Any of that, yeah, stuff. Any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Is that seem true for you too? Yeah, it's definitely weird because I mean, my dad was a youth pastor for, well, you know that. Yes. My dad was a youth pastor. Yeah. Um, he was my youth pastor. For a hot minute. Yeah. And um, so he'll always say, like, y'all's dad was a youth pastor too, wasn't yes. he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So you guys, like, tell me if your dad says this, like, he'll be like, oh, I know teenagers. Like, don't think I don't know teenagers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, 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 no. I think you know teenagers. I just think you don't understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's just different. Like, I think he knows what's going on in our heads, but definitely just in a different context, yeah. you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you talk to your mom about everything? Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. Yes? But, yeah. I mean, everything – that's like super broad, but I'm You're not welcome. like hiding stuff. You yes, know yes, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Did you find it helpful that there are other uh, adult men and women in your life that aren't your parents? Like, are there other people you talk to as well? Yes. Yes. Yeah. How come? Um, and none of this is going to hurt their feelings, by the way. All, every adult realizes that teenagers need to have a lot of people to talk to. Uh -huh. So none of this is going to hurt oh, anybody's yeah. feelings. A lot for me, a lot of it was. I don't know. Sometimes I wouldn't want to say something to my parents because I wouldn't want them to get the wrong idea about someone. Mm -hmm. Like if, oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah. or like if something yeah. had happened, I'd be like this. I like I would tell someone else and I'd be like, but they're still my friend, you know, and I wouldn't want my mom to like not like them forever. But then also or like sometimes I wouldn't want to like complain about my sisters to my parents because I'm not right, trying to right, like right. rat them out. I just. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? right. But yeah. It's me too. <laughs> yeah, Katie Marie got it. Yep, Nailed she got it. it. She got it. Perfect. That's it. I felt the same way too because there were times where I wanted, where I knew what my mom was going to say. Mm -hmm. So like I didn't even need to ask her because I knew. Yeah. But I wanted someone who was like 10 years older than me to tell me versus someone who was 30 years mm -hmm. older than me to tell me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, I would even be okay if it was the same answer. I just wanted Laurel to tell me versus mm -hmm. Pam, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Is that feel true still? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Still. Like I, still. <laughs> are we still on the same map? Do we all speak the yeah. same language? <laughs> no, that's definitely yeah. true. 
Um, and I didn't always want to tell my parents everything. I mean, it's what you said. I didn't always want to tell my parents everything about boys mm-hmm. yes. because I didn't want, and the same is still true. I don't always want my friends to know everything about the guy I'm dating. Cause if, cause then if something goes sideways, I don't want them to hate him yeah. if he comes back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because I've hated someone and then they've come back around right. for someone right. else, you know? Right. And then I feel terrible about it. So I don't want that to happen to someone else, you know? <laughs> right. Camden, how many of your friends that you are like really close to at school or at church have a serious boyfriend? Really none. None? none. No. That's not uh-uh. like, are people are like well, hanging out and they're, or no? There are relationships, but it's not like top notch, like, you know, dates you know every week and like they don't really hang out a ton yeah like they're considered boyfriend and girlfriend in school but outside of school they're not really right what about together raleigh ninth graders um yeah no there's people who think they're serious but if your mom still takes you places (laughs) that's that's that's, driven by your mom by your parents (laughs) no 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 that's a great one whereas like college y'all are, you're seeing yeah a lot or it just depends i mean i would say 50 50 yeah and you have a boyfriend yes i do Ooh. you have a um we're, to- we're talking you have a human talk. there's it's a, human. a human there's a human there's a person i want to classify as talk but there's there's a person in my there's life there's a person right in your mm-hmm. life cam no. no 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 nope just your piano just my piano <laughs> and my learning guitar Jesus. Jesus. Oh, oh, and- Jesus. <laughs> no, you did not have to answer that. <laughs> Love that guy. Love that guy. Your daddy is going to hate that part. Um, uh, Cam, you're learning guitar too? Well, I didn't know I that. took awesome. my dad's old guitar and I'm just starting to like look up chords, you know, and just play some of that. Yeah. Like, because okay. I just want to get more into music and yeah. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you satisfied or unsatisfied being single? I'm satisfied. I mean, it's eighth grade. You know, like you're not about to be in a serious relationship where you're going out like every weekend and stuff. Again, because me and Kevin will be driving. Mom. Yep. All right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but your parents met in eighth grade. They did, but they weren't. Mom, My mom, mom friend zoned him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> many times. Yeah, many times. I, I tell the stories. Really? <laughs> many times? Oh, yep. yeah. Like that. Oh, I'm going to make for her hand. That. Dad yeah. reach for hand. My mom would go like, nope, nope, no, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, faithful Kevin. He's I know. Stuck, he's stuck, stuck around. With yeah, yeah. Well, how old were your parents when they met? Oh, they were old. Um, well, <laughs> weird way to say it. Um, my dad was, I think, I want to say 29, and my yeah, mom yeah. was 22. Yeah, yeah. So they were pretty far apart, but my dad was a college pastor. That's at, right. In my mom's town. Oh, or, that's right. I guess, I guess a youth pastor. I, he ran a college Bible study. My mom went to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Bill and Marnie. You know. <laughs> Are you satisfied, Raleigh, with your relationship status? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of your friends have serious? I mean, would they? You said they would say. Oh, they would serious. say. Yeah. Um, my well, my two best friends just got out of serious relation, like serious. I you guess can, you can say that. Yeah. Um, it feels serious to them getting broken yeah, up with. I yeah. Don't care who you are. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like I recently just got out of, a, I would say, a serious relationship because like yeah. we would hang out every single weekend, you yeah. know. But our mom, my mom, still drove me places. But anyways, Which is okay. Yeah. Um, I but, also don't think you have to downplay the feelings of that relationship because it was really, I yeah, mean, it felt really important. Yeah, it was really important. Yeah. yeah. Like I would, I told you all about yeah. it and everything, but. Yeah, didn't work out. Anyways, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> is there a different level of dating questions in ninth grade when we're in eighth grade? Does the pressure to date change? 
does it increase? Oh, yeah, because everyone's, like, their self-confidence. I feel like most of the girls is, like, everyone's figuring out who they are, like I said before. And, like, they most of the girls put their confidence in the guys. You mm. know what I mean? And so, like, they feel like they have to be dating someone. And then if they're not dating someone, they have to find someone they have to like or have, they have to get with someone. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that. And so I feel like it's not really on the guys, but it's on the girls who feel the most pressure that they have to. Really? Date yeah. 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 So, I mean, you've been in a long-term relationship. Katie Marie, mm-hmm. did you feel, do you still feel that pressure sometimes to not find your identity in the relationship? Yeah, that was another reason I think that I deleted social media because I, I was, I'm really bad at comparison with relationships mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the whole social media thing again. Mm-hmm. Like I would have never known who was dating who, of, I mean, these are people that I barely know at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, who cares you know like I would have I mean if I grew up when you grew up I would have never known but yet I do now it's just so weird seeing that and so yeah yeah it's just weird I mean sometimes I want to call exes and say like will you just block me so that I can't see your stuff it's not it's not you it's me yeah but Mm -hmm. I can't block myself yeah. You have yeah, to block. You have yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. I, yeah. I know we haven't spoken in years. I'm going to need you to block yeah. me yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Social media is so weird with that. Yeah. I would say, yeah. It's super bizarre. I, I wonder if there's also a difference in me being single versus my friends my age who are married. If there's just a different. I feel like I, because <laughs> we're all four unmarried. I feel like there's just, <laughs> I kind of like feel the pressure of social media maybe a little bit more yeah. than some yeah, of my no. peers. Like I Definitely. think if we're on a spectrum, I'm probably more toward the middle than some of my peers because I have to, I mean, comparison, but I think too. comparison's a thing. I mean, oh. comparison's a thing no matter your age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. not just yeah. about boys. Yeah. I mean, it's just like looks, girls, anything. Looks. I feel yeah. all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like when you just swipe through, you know, Instagram, it's like, like sometimes you have to ask a question like is your heart filled with what you're seeing you know like, yeah or like self-confidence great question yeah is that something y'all like your parents put in you or is that something in your head is your heart I mean, filled with what you see that is- my dad has probably said it yeah, yeah. i think yeah questioned us yeah. but and so wh- how do you answer when you start seeing that stuff like I when mean, you go like oh this not counting shaving soap but talking about like <laughs> like see yeah that. my yeah I know I know you're you're really having to spend some time with the Lord over not seeing those <laughs> shaved soap videos, um, but so you scroll by something you go like oh man I'm wanting this I want to be like her I want to be like this what do you say to yourself what happens next I guess just like I remember like who I am and like I'm created you know fearfully and wonderfully made you know. And I just have to just repeat those things in my mind just to remember, you know, like, I mean, I am who God created, like, for me. Like, I am his and stuff. That's what I was going to ask you, Cam, is, like, one of the things I really love about you is you are really good at being Camden. And I wasn't – I'm not still – I'm not sure I'm really good at being Annie, but I didn't get pretty good at being Annie until I was Mm 30-something. How are you already good at being Camden? I mean, I guess I just, like, believe – whose I am and whom, like, who I am. Yeah. And just, like, I mean, I still struggle. Like, I I struggle a lot with, you know, comparing self-confidence and just, like, low self-esteem. But I guess I just have to remember that God has a plan, you know, for me. And just later on, and I just have to deal with right now. And then soon he'll bring what I'm, like, in right now, like the moment I'm in right now, to just later on. And, you know, I just have to stay with it. Yeah. How do you deal with comparison, Raleigh? 
I don't think it's really comparison for me. I think it's thinking about what others think of me. Yeah. 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 Because, like, I've kind of gotten over the point, like, I've just, you know, I'm me. They're them. Yeah. And I, like, there's, I'm never going to be them. But then, like, I think about what others think about me, like, every single day. Like, going to school, when I get out of the car, I'm like, oh, my gosh, are people, like, looking at me and everything? And I think that's a really big thing for me. But coming from the move, I'm like, people are going to think what they want. Like, I can't. Really? Did yeah. that change when you moved from Atlanta oh, to yeah. here? Yeah. Really? That's I, I like, you know, I changed my style a lot and yeah. everything. But I was just trying to like figure out who I am and like I just put my confidence and I was like, okay, like this is who I am. I'm not gonna care. People are gonna be with me or with like against me, you know yeah. what I mean? And so like I was just like, I'm going full on for who I am. And so if you judge me, like you judge me. And then yeah. but I still every single day, like yeah, scrolling yeah. through Instagram, like questioning yeah. just what's the comparison feel like for you? I couldn't really do I mean I deleted it because I it just got kind of bad this semester a lot of it was just seeing the different college experience than I was having Mm -hmm. and it was I wanted that and it was and who knows how real that was like who knows if those people were actually experiencing that if they were just putting on Instagram I put great stuff on Instagram too Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I wanted everyone to think I was having an awesome time I don't know a lot of it for me is a lot of it is clothes which sounds weird but like I really want other people's clothes but then it's just like they look like they're happy and they're in a good place and I wasn't in a good place and I'm trying I could wear that then I would (laughs) yes or if I could go to a football game because we know Belmont doesn't have football games if I could go to a football game and wear my red and black UGA colors but I mean war eagle but you know right right, right, right. (laughs) but I would I would be better you know I just think it's interesting because all three of you really, one of the things I love about all three of you is you really portray confidence. Like there are other people I'd have brought in here if I was like, I wonder if it's to bring an insecure person into this conversation. But I intentionally had y'all come in because you are very confident teenage women. And so to hear that it is still a thing that that you are outwardly choosing but inwardly battling Mm -hmm. feels really Mm -hmm. um, interesting to me. Okay, round. We're gonna do some round robin questions okay. where everybody gets to answer. Tell me, all three of you are would say you're Christians. Mm-hmm. All three of you would mm-hmm. say you believe that Jesus died for you. I want you to talk to me about your non-Christian friends. Tell me what it feels like to be around non-Christian friends. Tell me how that affects your faith and how you share your faith with them. What does that look like? Well. This is my first year being in a public school, so definitely it's right, as an big change. So your whole mm-hmm. life you've been in Christian school until now. Right. Yeah. So I can definitely tell a difference. Like, really? they're just not as, there are a lot of non-happy people. I mean, at Christ, like Christian school, there were like non-happy sure. people. But I mean, just I can tell that they're not fully filled with the spirit and just not fully in it for what they're supposed to be in it for. And like, um, I just... Can definitely tell, but I mean, I try to surround myself with people that are go to church and you know are are in it for the right things. But I mean, like, I want to be friends with the people that aren't, so I can like, you know, lead them into what's right. Do you think it's a matter of just like saying to them about Jesus, or do you think they have to watch, or do you think they? I mean, I know they see a difference in you. Do you think that's the main way you're gonna? be uh is that the do you see what I'm trying to ask uh-huh. like 
Like, you don't want to full on and be like, oh, do, 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 like, talk or right, whatever. Right, you You're not like, going to, like, open Romans 5 and, yeah, like, just go no. for it. Yeah. Right, right. You want to just show what you know, but not specifically. It doesn't have to be in words. It can be, like, just in actions. Like, you show every single day, like, serve people and stuff. And they'll be like, oh, what is what is that that she has and what is that that I'm missing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Raleigh, what are your, now that you're in high school, you're seeing a lot of older people that maybe don't believe everything you believe. Yeah. How um, different is that? Because it's your first year in public school yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, a mo- the majority of my friends are non-believers. Really? Well, like, yeah, that's I have like, fine. yeah, I yeah, that's, yeah. There, there's yeah, no judgment yeah, in that question. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Um, And like, yeah, there are temptations where like, they're doing things and I know that aren't right for me morally and like for my Christian belief. And like, I have to make that decision. Like it's definitely testing my faith and everything. Like from the smallest thing, like saying a cuss word or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like I know that's not right. You're using the Lord's name in vain. They're doing that. And like, but it's, it's just these tiny things that like, I'm, I have to show them like my actions are going to show them what I believe and all that. And like, I've just, loved on them and like given my input when they're like saying things like no that's not really right but I don't force anything on them because I want to continue this friendship and I want to show them and you're having fun yes obviously they picked you you picked them as your friend for a reason yeah 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 no I I love them and like I just want them to see how happy I am and I want them to be that happy too but Mm. just yeah Mm -hmm. and you were always in public school right um well uh no, until high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I went to Midway oh, until eighth grade. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but I definitely, I had a pretty even mix, I would say. I mean, I've always been really close with my church friends, so not including them. Being friends with people who aren't Christians and being really close, like, it just definitely gave me a different perspective on everything. I had, this sounds silly, but I didn't really think that it was that common to not be a Christian, you know? Um, to me, it seemed like the most obvious thing in the world because it's how I grew up. And to see that that's not how people grew up, it really, I mean, it breaks my heart because it's, I don't know. And it showed me that they're not bad people and there's nothing wrong with them. They just, they don't even know. And, Mm -hmm. and it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of saying, Hey, Jesus died for you because just saying that they don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like they, no one told them that when they were four years old. And I mean, that stinks. And, like, I want to take them back to when they were four, and I want to tell them. Yeah. I want them to be a kid and to and to read the Easter story when they're eight years old yeah. and to see their children's pastor crying. About, I mean, that that stuff changed my life when I was seven. Yeah. And I, I can't take them there. Yeah. I can't, you know. And so, I mean, I just pray for them. I mean, I, I, I invite them to church. I, I'm not shy with my beliefs at all, but I, I just pray for them. Hi, friends. Just popping in real quick to tell you about a couple of our sponsors for this week's episode. There is a new movie coming out that I think you guys are going to be really interested in. It is called Run the Race. It's from executive producers Tim Tebow and Robbie Tebow. We love Tim Tebow around here. He's already been on the show. We're hoping to have him back again. He's such a good dude. And he just got engaged, which is so exciting. But this is their movie. They're executive producers. And it's made with students in mind. It's the movie that youth groups across the country should be planning to see. It's relatable and relevant, inspiring and really funny. And it shows what's possible when we run toward the overwhelming love of God. It is in theaters nationwide on February 22nd. So get your tickets 
at runtheracemovie.com. Again, that's runtheracemovie.com. You can also watch the trailer at the website, and I think you should. I super enjoyed it. Really, really excited to see it and uh, thankful for them. So yay, Tim and Robbie. Well done. Can't wait to see Run the Race. I hope you guys will join me. Runtheracemovie.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by PrepDish. PrepDish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. And when you sign up, you'll receive an email every week with a grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. After only one to three hours of prepping on the weekend, you'll have all your meals ready for the entire week. It's a great time to listen to podcasts when you're prepping for your week's worth of food. And you'll save time and have amazingly delicious meals like smoky paprika chicken legs with a trio of roasted vegetables or that turkey and zucchini lasagna. In addition to the gluten-free and paleo meal plans, PrepDish is now offering, as of the new year, keto meal plans, which I think is awesome. If you've been curious about keto, try it out free for two weeks. Check out PrepDish.com slash Annie for a keto beginner's menu and to get your first two weeks for free. Again, that's PrepDish.com slash Annie, and your first two weeks are free. This is a no-brainer. You guys are going to love it. Thanks, PrepDish. We think you are awesome. Do y'all have memories like that too from being kids that have still impacted what you're doing and who you are now? Yeah. Um, I think every single when we went to Hebron, we had our uniforms, you know. Yeah. And we'd always <laughs> go to the store after school and every single time we'd walk into the store, my mom would be like, Now you're wearing Hebron clothes. It's a Christian school. Go in and have the best like attitude and like so that people can see like they're Christians and they don't be like rude or mean to your siblings and like go in and show good like good example. Yeah, good example and everything. And so like even though I don't have the uniform, I can still go in and still like have that um mm-hmm. still have like good actions and a good attitude about everything. And I think that's like just really stuck with me. Like I'm it's an imaginary uniform that I'm wearing. Yeah, going yeah in. that's yeah. beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All three of you are like best friends with your sisters. Hmm. And you, I mean it's you're humans mm-hmm. and you live in the same house. So you're going to make each other crazy too. But really, I mean, I see with you and your sisters and the two of y'all, like y'all cheer for each other more than you cheer for anybody else. Yeah. yeah. So people listening who are raising daughters, how do they do that? What did your parents do to make y'all like each other so much? It took a while, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure we got along when we were, I can't remember What's like when we were little kids. I'm so I'm 19 and then Maggie is 17 and Lainey is 14. Um, so pretty big age gap, like between me and Lainey. And I definitely like, we are super good friends, but she's also definitely my little sister, you know, whereas Maggie is almost the same age as me. It feels the same, except for she's not in college, but, um, but it definitely took a while. I mean, my, I mean, my parents like family night was family night and we, I mean, once a week, how often, um, we always said we were going to have a schedule, but we never really did did um during the summer sometimes it'd be like you know Tuesday nights um or I don't know it would just happen Lainey surprisingly Lainey is big on family night because once we started growing up and driving and stuff like that it got harder to have that because we moved before like you guys probably still like you're at your house a lot of the time together but then once me and Maggie could go we were we were gone not because we didn't like them but because we could and it's awesome and it's fun um, but Lainey was the family night person a lot of times. And I mean, we played games and I mean, we would fight every single time. We, we probably <laughs> fought the most during family nights, but it taught us how to be together and how to be, like be friends and do stuff together. And like, I don't know, like we still have jokes about that, those yeah. kinds of things and yeah. like family vacations and 
Disney World that really brought us together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all think? What makes what did your parents do that make y'all or do y'all just like each other? Uh, I mean, we're so close in age that like yeah. How far apart? Eighteen months. Yeah. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I feel like we've done a lot of things together that just you know we've had to learn you know like be nice you know, include each other support each other, encourage each other. And then I feel like once you've gotten older, we've learned like the most of those things or most of those things. And then we're just still, I mean, we're still learning. Like yeah. we do fight. Yeah. 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 I've seen it a time or two. It's, yeah. all right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Cause me and my sisters fought too, but you know, at some point there is like a teammate thing that happens that you figure mm-hmm. out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. What do you think Rawls? What's the trick? Oh, well, I think my parents just told us to put away our phones because like, really? oh, yeah, because yes. we would not live in the moment on our phone. Like we would just be like scrolling through social media. But like when you put it on your phones, you're like in the moment and you're present. And so I think that's a way that we just got closer, like going trips. Our parents would be like, OK, for the last hour, we're just going to put away our phones. Oh, like and, on like, road trips. Yep. And so okay. me and Cameron would just talk, talk the fun. entire time or they take away our phones at night. We just talk all night. Like, like I think that's vacation. Just, yeah. We, like, share rooms, and then, like, at night, like, our phones turn off and stuff. Like, we can't be on our phones, so we just stay up and, you know, like, have conversation yeah. about, yeah. Like, boys' yeah, life Yeah, boys' life, yeah. 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 Which is, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. How did the move to Nashville change your friendship? So much. I knew We've Camden was my one person. Way closer. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Because she was the person that, I mean, I didn't really have anyone else once we moved. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Because yeah. we moved... Like, we started school right, like, a little bit after. But, I mean, she was the only, like, relationship to the person I would hang out with the most. And yeah, it definitely has brought us closer. Do you think that the struggle of it helped y'all's friendship? Yes. Yeah. Because I I feel like y'all were really open with each other about what Mm -hmm. was painful about it, too. Yeah, I could just come to Cam, and I knew that it would be safe. It's a safe place with her, unlike other friends. Like, I could trust Camden and, like... I just knew that she was going to be my one supporter through everything. And, like, even, like, if I was talking about someone and I didn't want to tell my mom, and because I knew my mom wouldn't like them after that, I'd come to Camden <laughs> yeah. and I'd, like, tell Camden about it and just, like, tell her everything. And, yeah, she was my safe place for yeah. n- during the move. And still, still yeah. is, but, yeah. Tell me what – I want each of you to answer this. Tell me what you know about God that you didn't know about God a year ago or a year and a half ago for you, for you a year ago. I think that he cares about me and he has a plan for me because I was just going through the cycle in Georgia and I wasn't really, it was like I was at a Christian school. I was surrounded by it, but I didn't really fully understand it. You know what I mean? And like when I came to Nashville, I was like, he has a plan for me. Like I was like, he cares so much about me. He's giving me friends. He's blessing me so much with this church and I'm meeting so many new people that I was like, I've never been exposed to stuff like this. And I was just like, and Jeremiah 29, 11, that's my favorite verse. And so uh, I'll say it. I'll okay, say yeah, it. say it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And that was just what I went off of because I knew he had a plan for me. And like, that's just what I learned about him, that he actually cares. And yeah. Do you feel like, I'm going to make you answer that too, but I have a follow-up <laughs> for you first, Rawls. So your parents made the decision to move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But did you feel independently like, okay, this is what God has for me too? It wasn't until later. Okay. Because during, I was like, I am leaving all that I know to something that's so strange. Like I would have never even dreamed that we'd be moving to Nashville. And 
I think we can all four agree with yes, that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cam, what do you know about God that you didn't know a year and a half ago? It's not really like something that I've like know more. I just feel like I've been able to trust more, like trusting that he has me like I wake up one morning and I'm like, oh gosh, like on the first day of school, like at National Christian, I'm like, oh gosh, Lord, I'm so nervous, you know, like what if I don't find friends? What if I don't get friends? What if all the groups are from? What if I don't fit in? But just trusting that he has me and he's got me and he has a plan for me, like Raleigh said, and just, you know, just trusting that, you know, he's got me. What do you think? Um, I think, and this, this was a hard one for me. Um, I think I realized that just because I know God is on my side doesn't mean that I'm going to feel like God is on my side all the time. Oh, and I, because I know he's fighting for me and I know Jeremiah 29, like I repeat, I can repeat that stuff in my head. But I mean, I, I felt alone, even though I know he's there. Um, and I mean, I know he cares about that. Like, I don't want to say he doesn't care that I feel alone. He does. But it it just life isn't going to be perfect just because he's for me. And I would sit I would sit here at Crosspoint on Sundays and just cry in my chair during worship because I I mean, I was singing. This is how I fight my battles. But I was not fighting. Like yeah. I did not know what I was doing. What is something that your parents did that you are going to do when you have kids? I think good night prayers. Really? What does it look like? Describe it. Um, So we're ready to go to bed. My dad comes up and he says, uh, he He always, what's his? um, It's love God, love others, love yourself and love what you do. Yes, that's God, love others, love yourself and love what you do. So he just walks up. You're like in your pajamas tucked in. He says, love God, love (laughs) others, (laughs) love yourself, love what you do, children. He like prays over us and then he says that at the end. Yeah, that's the ending. And then he kisses us on the head. And he says, good night. And then my mom comes up sometimes. We have to go downstairs sometimes. But we still say a prayer with her. And, like, I feel like that's – Do you tell her what you want to pray for or does she just pray for you? No, she just prays like she – And same with your dad. Night. He just yeah. prays for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it can even be quick, but it's just such, like, a, a sacred moment because, like, yeah. it's like you're sharing that moment with your parents. And, like, it's just so – it makes me feel more loved. I mean, not like that. Yeah. But, like, no, that's beautiful. it just makes me feel – I don't know how to yeah. describe it. And it's just a good way to end the night. Like, yeah. Even knowing, if y'all had a bad day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always, we always say a prayer. Uh-huh. So that's always. definitely what I'm going to. And, and like, yeah. we always say, uh, like, can you tell mom to give me a kiss and a hug? Like, kiss and a hug. Yeah. Like, we always like, yeah. kiss and a hug. Because so you don't know. Fun. Like, that could be the last time. So you got to yeah. end it. You always yeah. say, I love you. And then you go to bed. Even if you're so pissed at them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You still, I cannot go to bed without saying, like, it's become such a routine where I cannot go to bed without saying, yeah. like, I love you, good night. Like, yeah. That. Yeah. So, what about you, Cam? What's something they've done that you're going to do? Spend just as much time together as you can. Because, you know, one day, like, me and Riley are getting older and we're not going to be as young, you know, as close, not as close, but one day we're going to go to college and stuff like that. And we're just going to not be together as much. So just, like, take, as much time, you know, as you can, like, just keep the moments and stuff like that. Yeah, Katie Marie, what would you say to Raleigh and Camden, like, if you could know something about living at home that you wish you'd have known then that you know now? I it, Does that make sense what I'm asking? I, I think so. Yes. Give um, them some wisdom. I mean, it sounds like they love being at home, but yeah, what would you say to yourself four and five years ago about living at home? I would have spent so much more time hanging out with my sisters, mm-hmm. which it, you guys already do. But like, I miss them more than I miss my friends 
because I mean, we were always together and we grew up together, but they, I didn't want to have family night sometimes because I wanted to go out with my friends and I wanted to go on a date, you know, but I wish that I would have wanted it more because like now looking back, like I miss talking to my sisters every day and I miss being with them and I miss, I mean, everything. I miss my parents too, but it's, I mean, I think I always expected to miss my parents because everyone misses their parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. you get homesick yeah. when you go to camp. Yeah. Like, even when you think you're not going to, you miss your parents. But I I don't think I realized how much I had missed my sisters. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was a lot. Yeah. 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 So what have your parents done that you're going to do when you're a parent? Um, my sisters are so going to kill me when they hear this because we gave mom and dad such a hard time about this. Um, but when we were kids, we were not allowed to watch Disney Channel. Um, oh, wow. Or really anything we we watched Andy Griffith and the Cosby show and more Andy Griffith so much Andy Griffith the Berenstain Bears was <laughs> yes. a quality oh yeah yeah so we I mean oh and American Idol yeah. yes. oh gotta yes. love that yes um so I definitely I mean I'm not saying my kids are not turning on Disney Channel like I don't know what it'll look like then but I am definitely going to be careful about what goes into their brains because I don't know I think at the time, I was so mad that I didn't know if Hannah Montana was going to choose Jake or Jesse, you know, <laughs> but I, because I didn't even know who Jake and Jesse were, right. but now looking back on it, I mean, I'm glad that we watched Andy Griffith together, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that that's what we did instead of watching teenagers be brats to their parents on yeah. Disney Channel, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Something we talk about a lot on the show is I like to ask people what it sounds like for them to hear God. Like, what's been your experience of hearing God? What has that been like for you? I think for me, I hear God, like, through worship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, like, worship is the same everywhere, like, you go. Like, it's the same as in Georgia. The the sermons might not always Mm -hmm. be the same in Georgia, like, at the church we were at. But the worship is, you know, it just has the same feel and everything. And, like, the songs. And you can just turn on a song anytime you want. And so, like, I feel like even when I'm going through the worst like the worst time ever like I just turn on a worship song and it just like it's speak it's like a different feel than you hear someone speaking because it's like God's Holy Spirit is like moving through the room and everything and like it's just like it's uh, I can't even explain the feeling it's just like oh my gosh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. big time worship yeah yeah what about you Cam how do you hear God I know this sounds really little but like through prayer yeah, that, that's yeah. not uh, yeah. serious. Yeah, I'm serious. Um, <laughs> but, like, not necessarily, like, the prayer, but then, like, after, like, the aftermath, like, what you prayed, and then you're like, oh, you see what he did, and then, I mean, you do hear him through prayer, like, definitely. Like, I've prayed a thing, and then, you know, I've heard him speak to me. But, I mean, just the aftermath of that. I mean, the idea of... I. I hear God in the aftermath of prayer. If you don't write that worship song, Pam, <laughs> I need you to write that one tonight. Yes, I, I will. I hear God I'm down. in the aftermath of prayer. I that hear God is, in the aftermath. Of that prayer. makes me want to cry. That's so like <laughs> worship. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's great. Those are true answers that anybody can experience, like in worship mm-hmm. or in the aftermath of prayer. Are beautiful places you can hear God. What about you, KK? I actually went through a really long time in high school um, where I felt like I wasn't hearing the Lord and it was super, super hard for me. I don't know. Like it was, it was terrible. I just didn't know. I mean, I kept on 
doing me. And I mean, I still believed he was there, but I just felt like I wasn't hearing his voice. And I felt like everyone else was last summer before I came to school um, or last spring. Actually, I heard him for the first time actually telling me to come to Belmont um, like in a long time. And it was in worship. And I have always wanted to be a worship leader. And that's always been like a super important thing to me. And I've always just loved worship and like I've struggled with prayer and with reading the word. And like, I've always had to do it while I'm worshiping, you know, like I have to have worship. And, um, I don't know in that moment, I think I realized that, you know, he had been speaking to me, but I just was expecting, I don't know, like I really was expecting a whisper. Like I don't, I really was, you know? And then I realized that it's not always that. Like sometimes it's just a heart thing. Like, and it's just him just being like, hey, yeah, that's me. That thought is me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, worship. Mm -hmm. What do I not know that I need to know when I'm thinking about you guys in our lives? Like, what do I not know that I need to know about your life? Um, it definitely involves a lot of risk taking because you're stepping out of your comfort zone and like you're trying new things and just, yeah, it's definitely in an uncomfortable time because yeah. you're like figuring out um, what you want to do, like sports and everything, trying new sports, figuring out friends and stuff like that. So definitely it's a lot of risk taking and def for me, mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, a phrase that I've, you know, kind of questioned to myself is like, am I enough? But I feel like, like after the move, I've just become closer with God. And I feel like he's just, you know, like he's taken that question, you know, away from my thoughts and like, I've more filled with him. And, you know, I maybe like a few times I might be like, oh, like, you know, compare myself, you know, like, am I like better but yeah I feel like it's just gotten better you know when you just start getting more involved with like prayer and worship like they said yeah for me it would be that I I don't know the stage I'm at right now in life I think a lot of people expect you to be an adult mm -hmm. and I am still a teenager yeah you yeah, know like yeah. I like the things that they're saying I like still completely feel those things especially with like transitioning into high school like transitioning into college like it's the same feelings just come back again mm -hmm. and so I think a lot of it and I mean it goes both ways I mean definitely people treat me like I'm younger than I am too I think that happens at whatever age you're at people treat you too young or too old but I think a lot of things times what happens like right at the 19 20 people are like, oh, you're an adult. You can handle this. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like in my head, I'm still a kid, yeah. you know? And not, I mean, the comparison and the who am I and the identity crisis and the, the things that you think of when you think teenager, I still think all those things, yeah. you know? Good. Mm -hmm. Good answers. Um, what music am I not listening to that I need to be listening to? Who do y'all love right now? Kane Brown. Okay, Kane Brown, Ooh, country. Uh, He's yeah. so good. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. This guy, his name is like Dermot Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Best. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my I gosh. love him. A closeness. Him. Like, a closeness. That song by him. <laughs> love okay. it. Oh, man. I... I stick to the oldies, oh. not the oldies. I stick to what I know. Like I'm, I'm still Ed Sheeran and I need to breathe. The oldies. Everyone's yeah. going to love that so I know. Much. I did not mean that. Ed Sheeran, <laughs> but I loved Ed Sheeran in the ninth yeah. grade. Um, need to breathe. Oh, 
this is not like new news to people, but Johnny Swim. Oh my goodness. Yes. Are you Y'all kidding listen me? To him? Them, 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 them. Um, so good. Angelic, really. Um, Brett Young though. Country. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. Brett Young. Are you kidding? I wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cry. Oh my like, gosh. Who, okay, so who do I need to have on the show that I haven't had yet? Who's a guest? Who's like if the dream guest that you'd be like, Annie, Ooh. let me sit in the room. Who would it be? Thomas Rhett. Yeah, that, male and oh, a female. That was literally yes. what I was thinking. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Rhett. Yes. 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 Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thomas Rhett and Lord. That'd be I so good. Okay. Thomas Rhett is it. Oh, oh my okay. God. He's yeah. it. That's the answer. Yeah. All yeah. three of you told me the same answer. Right? Nashville, right? Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. they live in like... Don't they? Yes. They live in like... Yeah. Yeah. They live like close. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, okay. This is perfect. Uh-huh. TR and Lauren. Is, okay, I'm going to make calls well, tomorrow okay. and work this out for yeah. the three of you. Wow. I feel like Please. you've given me an hour of your time. The least I can do is no, give you like, Thomas Rhett and Lauren. Yeah, people are obsessed with them. I mean, for they're adorable. They're yeah. So and like their kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. So cute. Have I not told you all the story about him being in my house one time? No. No. Oh my gosh. So uh, his stylist lived at my house for a little bit oh, and he okay. had to drop a shirt off. And he came in, she had said to him, just go in the back door. And he didn't know I was home. So I came around to the back door and he was like, I'm supposed to be here. I was like, I know you're fine. He said, go dogs. I said, go dogs. And then he handed me a shirt and he left. He's like, yes. It was the first time we were met. Did he go to Georgia? Uh, I don't know if he went there. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah, And like one of his songs, it says something. Life changes or something. Life changes. Oh my gosh. You love it. Oh. Man, so good. I love it. Good song. <laughs> I love you really so is. much. I love the three of you so much. Okay, the last question we always ask on the show is, what sounds fun to you? So you each have to answer. Like, no budget, no, no – it can be a bath or it can be Europe. I don't care. What sounds fun to you? Malibu, California. Okay. Yes. Why? I love the beach. And, yeah. like, I just – I've heard Miley Cyrus, you know, Malibu. So I was like, I want to go there. Okay. And I just think it's so pretty. And, like, yeah, it's just – the vibe there is just so chill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Malibu, yeah, Malibu okay. California. Okay. Okay, I would get a group of girls. Okay. My closest, like, I'm not going to name all of them, but <laughs> thank here's you. Here's who I would invite. Here's who I would Who's not invite. Um, exactly. Um, but I would take them, and I would do just like a girls' trip to L.A. Okay, L.A. L.A. <laughs> and <laughs> we would – um. Just like go to, just the like shops. walk around shops, right. Hollywood sign, like take pictures. Okay. Just like have like fun. Griffin Auditor- Observatory, where like in um, La La Land, where they dance. Oh, up oh there. my gosh, That's yes. where the yes. Hollywood sign is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, just be fun. How many days? That'd be awesome. What's the dream? Four. Four days. Yeah. Three nights, four days. Three nights, four days. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying, I'm going to try to make all these things happen. <laughs> oh. um, okay. This I'm is, just kidding. I don't know if I can. <laughs> this is so different than y'all's. Okay, the Avatar ride at Disney World. <gasps> Have you ridden it? No, no. It, it, I didn't even know that. Ex- okay. Oh wait, I. It was unbelievable. We waited in line for three hours. We did it. Then we had a fast pass, and then we waited in line for three and a half hours mm-hmm. because that. I mean, wow! It's unbelievable. What? You can smell. It's like you're flying on the back. Have of you an- done Soren? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, I love don't it. even think about Soren ever again. Ten thousand <laughs> times better. Like the, I, the animal breathes. You sit oh, on it like, like a, what do you? You're sitting on a. 
banshee. It, it, yeah, oh, say it again. A banshee. That's yeah, what yeah, it's called, that's what right? they're called. Yeah, yeah. But it looks like a scooter, like one of those motorcycles that are small. It's a crotch rocket. That's what it looks yeah. like. Those little <laughs> motorcycles, you know. Uh-huh. And you get on it, and there's like eight of you in a line, and you do the soaring thing, but it breathes <sighs> under you because it's oh like you're on a banshee and you connect it to it. You smell things, the music. You, you see, feel like, like, yeah, like you are. You feel like you're on it. Oh. Like I cried. No guys, kidding. I cried. Yes. And like my so parents, beautiful. my parents, like we haven't talked about, like, if you know me, I talked about it. Like <laughs> literally yesterday, me and my friends were standing in line to go ice skating and the line was really long. And we were like, could we drive to Disney right now? Because <laughs> I have to ride that ride. We really considered it. We I'm looked at tickets. Line. Yeah. We were like, we could drive through the night now. And then we could drive through the night again on Saturday. We could take shifts and we could ride that ride probably three times. I mean, like, it that's is, impressive. That's yeah. so that's I want to ride it now. Yeah, yeah. Really so we're all going to go to Disney. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can't. then Cam's going to get her friends to go to LA. But oh, yeah. we're coming. Yeah. We're coming. The <laughs> three of us. does all the things. And while we're in LA, we're just going to pop over to Malibu. Yeah. Perfect. Well, exactly. Ra- Raleigh will just be in Malibu. Yeah, yeah. 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 She'll just be there. So we'll just go see her. Okay, it sounds great. Is there anything we didn't talk about? When you think about like parents and your annies in the world, friends of teenagers, is there anything we didn't say that you're like, if I could say one thing to everyone who loves a teenager or has a teenager in life, I would say this. Is there anything else in your mind? Like for parents? Like yeah, for anybody. Yeah, yeah. For adults. Um, Be patient because we do not know what we are doing right now. And so like, just don't like put pressure on us. I mean, yeah, put pressure on us, but don't like be so hard on us because be hard on I don't yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. just like be patient because we're we're figuring out life right now and just love us love on us and just help us get through this this time it's hard yeah I would also remind you that um, be patient with your parents. They've never done this. Oh, before. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That too. That too. It's that their too. first to yeah. you, I would say, yes, as teenagers. Yes, yes. Every day of your, it's different for you because mm-hmm. they're already living Raleigh's life. Every day of Raleigh's life, they've never done this before. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And every day of your life, they've never done this with two daughters or four, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. really good advice, yeah. Raleigh. Yeah. What do you think, Cam? Any advice for parents or leaders or Annie's? I mean, I liked what Raleigh said because, like, it is really hard. Because, you know, they probably didn't go through what we're going through with we all social media. Yeah, with sure social media, yeah. you know, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. And so. Because I yeah. do want y'all to hear an adult, your Annie, say to you, it was not this hard. Yeah, okay. It was not yeah. this hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your lives as teenagers are significantly harder than mine was. Mm-hmm. So when you feel this is really hard, it actually is really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's really different. And we as adults are doing our very best to understand and to walk it with you. But we haven't known Instagram any longer than you have, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, everything social media is just as new to us as it is to you. So it is very hard. Yeah. What would you say? I think especially for like where I am and then also like the transition into high school, I would say to tell us that it's going to be hard. Yeah. Mm. Because I feel like for me, a lot of people like all the people that loved me and that were supporting me and then also my parents were so excited for me to go to college. And I mean, I was so excited too. And like, it was, I don't know, no one really said the, this might be hard. And then when I was experiencing hard things, everyone said that would, like, we knew that would happen. And I, I don't think they were wrong in not telling me because I think everyone just wants to protect you. And you don't want to preface something by being like, 
guess what? It's going to be really hard because yeah. then you're going to see the hard things. But I don't know. I think I kind of wish I would have had a little bit of a, we know it's going to be hard and we're ready for you. We're ready to help you when it is hard. And like yeah. some things might be difficult and it might not be exactly how it seems. But like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. You guys, I love y'all. Thank you for doing this today. Oh, of course. That was really sweet of you. I think all three of you are doing a really excellent job at being yourselves. So I'm happy to get to walk life with all of you. And I've walked a lot of life with you and it's a pretty significant life with y'all at this Mm -hmm. point. And it has been a joy to watch you love God, love others, and love yourself and love what you do. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Okay. Yes. Good answer. It's okay. I feel like I just went to church. Okay. (laughs) This month has been so fun for me to host these shows and to talk about the next generation. Like Drew Hill said a couple weeks ago, I have been involved in student ministry as soon as I was done as a student and just really love being um, around the next generation and being friends with teenagers and having them in my life. I mean, I just am so grateful for them. I have written my first, actually my first three books, Perfectly Unique, Speak Love and Speak Love Revolution, were all written for teenagers. That's who I started this career with because that's who was in my life. Perfectly Unique, Speak Love, Speak Love Revolution, all for them. And then Let's All Be Brave, Looking for Lovely, and 100 Days to Brave, and Remember God, we're all more adult-centric books. And and as we were working on Looking for Lovely, I just couldn't get out of my mind that there might be a story here for teenagers. There might be a book here that I could write to teenagers that would help them with the idea of perseverance, which is what Looking for Lovely is all about. And this week, that book released, it is called A Life of Lovely, A Young Woman's Guide to Collecting the Moments That Matter. It's a book, it's yellow on the cover, and then there is also a really cute journal that is blue with um, all sorts of designs on the front. You can find them at Lifeway, at your favorite bookstore, at Amazon, anywhere you love to find books, A Life of Lovely is available as of this week. And so I wanted to read for you um, kind of the note that I put in the front of the book just so you can get an idea of where this book is going and what it's about. Dear friend, I asked some hard questions that second year of college, questions about God and myself and what all this was about, about relationships and joy and purpose and money, and if this was really how I wanted to be spending my days. Was this life, this life with God, this life that at times seemed to let me down more than I thought a faith life would, Was it really what I was looking for? My bedroom in that house had no windows, the one deep on the east side of Athens, Georgia. And I often felt like my questions bounced around my room like plastic balls, never going up to God, never going out to others, never even settling somewhere in myself that felt safe and helpful and good. I was sad and figuring all this out felt hard and I didn't understand what to do. What I didn't know then that I hope you will learn now right where you are is that transformation and suffering come in a pair. I didn't know they would, but the suffering, those questions and hard days walked me into something I did not know before. And that's what we're going to talk about here. I have prayed my guts out for you, that you would feel the Holy Spirit stirring in you as you read, not because of me, but because of Him that his voice would be the loudest in your ears and heart, and that this little book, a gift from him to you, would change everything. 
When I write books, I always feel like they already exist. It's not my job to create something new. It's my job to find the piece of art God has intended to be shared and put it down on paper. So I call it a gift without hesitation, not because it is a gift from me, but because it was a gift to me as well. I hope I found it as God intended it to be found. And just a note, some names have been changed and some tiny details shifted to protect those I have loved, do love, and could maybe love in the future. You never know. Thanks for walking this with me. In some ways, I feel you here with me as I write, and I hope you feel that I'm there with you as you read. Just your friend, across the table at a coffee shop, swapping stories and sharing hope. I want to be there with you. It's for you, after all, all this digging and finding and creating. God has something for you here. I can't wait to see what it is. I'm also going to read you the thank yous in the back, just because that's my favorite part, and I'd like to thank the team who made this book possible. I mean, it's not my favorite part. I like the book, obviously, but I do love the thank you part. And the cool thing about A Life of Lovely is they let me handwrite each chapter title. And so as I'm opening it to the end, I'm like, oh, that's my handwriting that says thank you. So here's my thanks at the end of the book. Thanks to you, my sweet reader friend, for meeting me here. I love writing for you and being friends with you. It matters. Live that life, that life of lovely. Don't apologize for it or run from it. Live it. My prayers are with you for real. Thank you to B&H, Michelle, Jana, and Mary for making this book a reality and loving the next generation with the biggest hearts. It matters. To my team at Downs Books Incorporated, I love, love, love working with y'all and can't imagine a better group of humans to have around me. To teenage Annie, I'm thinking of you in this one. I know it was hard. I remember it well. I think this book is a gift from me to you, a reminder of how I honor your pain and worries and struggles, but don't live there anymore. Healing is coming, sister. God, you are kinder than I ever knew. Thank you for loving me through every season, for walking so close to me in my story, and for making my life more lovely than I could have ever dreamed. I'm thankful for the love of the Father, the sacrifice of Jesus, and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So in between that letter and that thank you, is the new book, A Life of Lovely. Now, if you've read Looking for Lovely, what we did is we added some stories. We took out some story. We aged down some stories. So some of it is going to feel familiar to you. So it really isn't a book for adults. It really isn't. It's not like a new book at like Remember God Was. This is not a brand new story. This is literally Looking for Lovely, changed, altered, aged down, some specific stories added for young women in particular. So A Life of Lovely is is an updated, aged down, edited, rewritten version of Looking for Lovely that is for young women. So if you have young women in your life, this and the journal is for them. So that is my 2019 contribution to the next generation is A Life of Lovely. There's also a Bible study that's been out for a couple of years that goes along with um, this as well that you can find. So that will do it for today's show. Thanks again to Camden Raleigh and Katie Marie and to my team at BNH for making this book and this show and this conversation possible. I'm really, really, really thankful. And if you have a teen girl in your life, anyone from 13 to 20, I would say uh, give them a copy of A Life of Lovely. It's available now on Amazon. Go ahead and maybe grab it and stick it away and give it in their Easter basket or give it at graduation or maybe on Valentine's Day or a birthday. So it is available this week. If you need me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you need to find me, that is where you'll find me. 
100 Days to Brave 2019 continues. We're on day 17 if you are tracking with us, and I hope you are. It has been amazing to see how many people are doing this together. If you are late, if you just got the book, or if you just decided to jump in with us, do not worry. You don't have to start at the beginning. Start today. Start with us today and just keep going. You can always loop back to the beginning if you have some extra days, but I really want us all to finish together on April 10th at day 100. So wherever you are, if you need to catch up, there's no guilt here. Just jump in to day 17 and catch up with us and let's keep going all the way to day 100. We'll do a big check-in on the 25th. So make sure you start with 17 today and go for a week and we will meet up together on the 25th. And if you get a chance to rate or review the show, that would mean the world. And share it with a friend. Who do you know that has teenage women in their life or teenagers in their life that would love to hear this conversation? It would be awesome if you would share the show with your friends on social media and with some of your friends that you know would love it. Coming Monday on the show, our next generation conversations continue with singer-songwriter Holland. You probably know her and love her like I do. She is an incredibly gifted artist. She is on Winter Jam this year, and she just got married on New Year's Eve, and the story is just going to blow your mind. It's just going to blow your mind. And so that is coming on Monday. So go out there and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same, and we will see you back here on Monday with Holland. Holland.